So I think for me, it's just living openly, being able to be open enough to listen to when your gut's telling you something. I'm a big believer in that, just following, following your guts and yeah, being, being able to listen. Welcome to Royalty Redefined, where you become the queen or king of your life. If you're ready to thrive as a visionary leader and really step into your power as the creator of your reality, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Christina Kelly. I'm a coach to seven and eight figure brands and keynote speaker who loves helping ambitious leaders create the impact they were born to create. Now it's your turn. Let's dive in. Hello, my kings and queens. On today's episode of Royalty Redefined, we have a guest who is usually working behind the scenes with some of the biggest names in entertainment. But today, we are bringing her into the spotlight. Today's guest is a woman named Shayna, who's an agent at Block Talent Agency, where she represents all-star clients who are Emmy nominees, Tony Award-winning artists, and even the incredible Mandy Moore, which I am such a big fan of. In addition to her career as a talent agent, Shayna is also a Reiki master teacher and medium. Through her company, Shay Lynn Inspired Healing, she is able to help provide clarity, comfort, and facilitate deep healing for anyone who desires it. Shayna is also a proud member of the LGBTQIA plus community and lives with her wife and dog in California. What you are going to love about today's guest is she is not only so accomplished and so knowledgeable, but she is also so down to earth and truly so kind. In today's interview, she is sharing the secrets of the stars and how they have reached their success. And really a huge part of that is having that emotional support and that healing in order to allow yourself to get from one level to the next. So if you have ever had an interest in the world of Hollywood, or if you are just seeking a little bit more comfort in your life and wondering how to handle the day-to-day stress of entrepreneurship, of Hollywood, or of any job out there, then this episode is for you. Enjoy. Sheena, I am just so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Amazing. Well, as everybody just heard from your intro, you've been keeping very busy doing a lot of incredible things in your life. But where I always like to start with my guests is actually a little bit further back. So I know that dance obviously has been a huge part of your life. I would love it if you can take us back to your childhood and if you could maybe share with us a couple of key moments that shaped you into who you are today. Sure. So um, I grew up in a really small town um, in northeastern Connecticut. Um, We always like to joke that there were kind of like more cows than people. Um, And I always had... um, I always had kind of really big dreams. I was definitely wanting to be in the city um, and kind of out of the small town. So I dreamed big even from a small age. Um, I started singing in kind of all forms of dance when I was three um, and wanted to be on Broadway um, was kind of the big goal. So um, at 18, I moved to New York. I lived in Manhattan um, and started auditioning realized pretty quickly actually that um I hated auditioning 
Um, and it was quite um, anxiety inducing for me. Um, so it kind of, I don't know, it was a little bit of a, a career pivot, not immediately, but definitely started um, exploring kind of other options where it could still be very much a part of my life. Um, but I wasn't necessarily the one having to go in in the room and audition for everything. So I worked for um, a dance convention um, with some just absolute legends. And um, that was amazing. And uh, then I started getting into agenting and started as uh, an unpaid intern, worked my way up through assisting an agent. And uh, I was in Manhattan for seven years. I moved to L.A. in 2009 and have been an agent ever since. And yeah, it's just uh, it's a nice way to kind of live vicariously, I guess, through um, my clients without, um, you know, actually having to do that. It's really it's really fulfilling. And yeah, I definitely um, as I get older, I I think about I've gotten a bit closer to my roots. Like I've I've moved out of L.A. County. I'm now like in in the suburbs a little bit. Um, and I'm definitely kind of more grounding and almost feeling a bit more like small county. <laughs> it's interesting how I like, you know, all I wanted to do when I was younger was just get out and then did that for so many years. And um, it's nice to kind of be, be out and a little bit more suburban these days. So yeah, that's kind of how, how I got here. <laughs> that's amazing. And there's a couple of key things that I want to pick out based on what you just told me about your story. First of all, I love dance. I always have. Like my mom always jokes with me, like I was trying to dance before I could even walk. So that's definitely a passion that we both share together. And I'm sure that, you know, there's listeners who can agree with that as well. But what I really want to acknowledge about your story is that you had a moment in your life where, you know, you had this dream of I'm going to be a Broadway star. And then you went and did it and realized that's not actually what you want. But what I love is that you just allowed yourself to pivot and, you know, not say, oh, no, I'm a failure. I can't do anything in entertainment. But really what you did is you gave yourself the grace that all of us should give ourselves. And you said, you know what? Maybe it's not this, but maybe it's something that I'm going to like even better. Yeah, I mean, it actually it was kind of a um, a bit of a like visceral gut reaction. Honestly, it was mm-hmm. um, I had an agent at the time and they had called me. There was this really big role for a tour and I was so excited and. Um, I got the call from my agent that, you know, some, the other girl booked, uh, booked the job and it wasn't me. And my kind of gut was, well, how cool would it be to call that girl and tell her she got the dream job instead of being devastated? So that was kind of a little like a gut hit of like, okay, you should maybe explore this, uh, a little bit more because that's maybe not the most, the reaction that you would think you would have to that kind of news. So that was kind of where it started was at that at that particular moment. I love it. It sounds like what you thought that you wanted ended up leading to a redirection of a place that is even more fulfilling to you. Exactly. That's amazing. And I'm sure that's something that someone listening to this can probably relate to. Maybe someone listening has had a moment in life where they feel like they've been redirected or something wasn't as they thought it would be. But I guess that this is their reminder that they're exactly where they need to be. Now going into a little bit more of your life as a talent agent, I would actually love to know who are some of your favorite people who you've been able to work with? Oh, gosh. Um, Clients or like jobs? How about you give us a little bit of both? Okay. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I feel so honored 
to, you know, represent, I feel like some of the, the absolute best in the business. You know, we as an agency have choreographers and dancers on kind of every major tour. You know, anytime you see dancers on TV, um, you know, behind an artist on commercials, we had 61 dancers on the VMAs this weekend. So anytime you see, you know, dancers, I'm, I'm usually involved uh, at some point. So yeah, I mean, it's just really great to be able to work with, um, with dancers and choreographers. We had Justin Peck, who is the choreographer of West Side Story, um, with Spielberg. We have Mandy Moore, who did La La Land, which I'm sure everyone loves. Um, Fatima Robinson, who's just a legend in her, you know, in her own right. You know, she did the Super Bowl this past year. So yeah, they're, they're working in all, in all sorts of things. Um, but yeah, and I mean, you know, job wise, I feel like, like I said earlier, like living vicariously, like getting to call someone. Um, I was actually over, uh, in Italy on a, on a work trip a few years back and, uh, I got booking for Taylor Swift. Um, what was the last course you just did? The big stadium tour. Um, and so I was just waiting on the bookings and I like remember getting up at two o'clock in the morning, like check my email because I knew they were coming in and I was like FaceTime because I only had Wi-Fi. So I could only like FaceTime audio all my clients in the States to like let them know like you're going on tour. You know, it's like so exciting. Um, you know, that's just a dream job for so many people. So yeah, it's just really, it's really, um, I've worked on so many projects. It's hard to pick out like, you know, a few favorites, but definitely I think, you know, anytime a job means some something really special to someone it's you know extra fulfilling for me I think because we get so invested in our clients and you know I mean they're they're beautiful humans I think I just love artists so when they get to um you know fulfill a dream that's such a big one then that just means um a whole lot to me too that's so wonderful and as you've been speaking I can really feel the heart behind your work. And it's so beautiful to be able to speak with people who no matter what they're doing, they really love what it is that they're doing and they really see the greater purpose behind it. As an agent, you're making people's dreams come true. And what I think too is really giving people the gift of being seen, which is a really beautiful thing to do. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, it's there's a lot of pros and cons as there are with anything, you know, Unfortunately, I mean, sometimes we have to be the, the bearer of bad news as well. But I do like to think that, um, you know, there's a there's a job for everybody. You know, I think if it's not yours, then that's OK. You know, it's something I tell everyone to to all my clients all the time. You know, if you have this opportunity and you don't get it, that means that there's something else that's that's meant to be. And I think there really is room for everybody in um, this industry. It's just you know, time and a place. Every Everyone has their own thing. Yeah, absolutely. I actually happen to be a really big fan of Mandy Moore. And I would be curious to know when you got to that point in your career where you were starting to, you know, have clients who are even more so on, you know, the bigger entertainment stage, were you ever nervous or do you just kind of jump into it? Um, I would love to hear kind of your thought process as you started to sign on and work with these really big names. Well, I mean, I think Definitely, as I was younger, there was a bit of like starstruckness, um, you know, kind of when I was starting out. Um, I think now, though, it's just very much seeing them as people. And, you know, what I've learned is um, 
you know, even, even the bigger names, they're just like everybody else. They have their own, you know, insecurities and um, their own quirks. And, but at the same time, they're incredibly inspiring. I mean, like, I, I think Mandy is just as an incredible human as she is a choreographer. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm kind of in this space. I want to say post COVID, even though we're like kind of still <laughs> in it. Um, but, you know, I just, um, I enjoy working with good people. You know, I think there's a lot, a lot of my career where we had to kind of, you know, deal with some diva attitudes. And, um, I'm kind of in a space now where, I just don't want to anymore. You know, I think I'm, and I'm uh, grateful that I'm able to, you know, say no to, to people that just don't feel aligned with, you know, where I'm at currently. Um, and I couldn't always do that. Um, but yeah, it's, I feel like I'm in a place now where the vast majority of people that I'm working with are also really great humans. Um, and that's just a really, uh, a really lovely place to be in right now. I absolutely love to hear that. And I also always love to hear when someone is really able to have that authority to kind of pick the people who they really want to work with, because I see that as such a win-win for both parties. Like with me, when I'm working with clients who I am just like, I love your energy. I love what you're doing. It's like, we're just able to be so much more productive together. And so I love that for you as well. And it sounds like a lesson that you've had to learn that I know a lot of the listeners of this podcast mentioned to me that they're learning is that role of really setting boundaries and understanding how to say no with grace when the time for that comes up. Absolutely. Yeah. Boundaries have been a big thing. Um, Specifically for me over the past few years, I think, you know, growing up in as as a young agent um, and kind of the start of my career, it was yes to everything. You know, it was like, you know, someone calls you at 11 o'clock at night, sure. You know, um, there was no kind of work-life balance. There was, there wasn't just wasn't any boundaries, <laughs> you know, and um, I think what my career and then also the past few years with the pandemic has taught me is that um, I'm a, a better agent, um, and I'm a better uh, worker. I'm a better employee to all of these people. Um, when I have those boundaries up and when I can have personal time that, um, I'm not interrupted, you know, and just making space and time for things that are important to me that are completely separate from my work life. And it's, it, it has made me a better agent. I think even though at the beginning, it just felt like I was like putting up walls. But, you know, it kind of just needed to be done. And, and now I'm in a really great, great place and I feel supported. But also I feel like I have my own thing happening. I'm not defined by my career title. Mm. I love that for you. And I'm so happy to hear that, too, because it's such a beautiful moment when we're able to see another man or another woman really just step into their own power and say, this is what I will stand for. This is not what I will stand for. And either way, I'm sending you love. But I'm just going to own who I am and what it is that I'm here to do. So I love that for you. The next question I have for you that I'm really curious to hear about is, you know, you at this point have gotten the chance to work with so many different kinds of performers. And I would really love to know, what would you say distinguishes the performers who are really able to continuously succeed versus those who maybe don't? Yeah, I mean, there's kind of a few things I think that go into it. Um, first, first thing, first and foremost, is, is confidence. I think um, 
even if you kind of have to fake it till you make it a little bit at the beginning, um, that's definitely, you know, that's a real thing. Um, confidence is exuded. You can feel it in the room. You know, I've seen so many auditions where someone might mess up and still book the job because I feel their confidence and I love what they're presenting to me, even if they didn't nail the step, you know, in that moment. So it's not about perfection for me. Um, I, I think people who are confident and then also just really know who they are. You know, this, this particular industry used to be very cookie cutter. Uh, it's like, you know, you had, there was a type of dancer that just made it in LA or New York, you know, and I think things have shifted significantly over the past few years. We definitely have a ways to go. Um, but we, we are making some really great strides in being more inclusive. Um, and so it's so nice to be able to rep dancers that I'm like, I love you just the way you are. And I don't feel like you need to change a thing. And it, it definitely wasn't always like that. So it's very refreshing that, um, you know, things are changing. So I'm loving seeing people show me exactly who they are. That's a big thing. And then, you know, I think people just also treating it like a business too, because it is at the end of the day, like, you know, you don't want to think of yourself as a brand, but you kind of have to when, you know, this is also a career choice. So I think people that are really mindful of all the business aspects of it are are really successful. Communication is huge with us, you know, it's a very, um, it's a very quick, like the, you know, sometimes things happen, like I'll probably get off this call to booking for a job that starts tomorrow. Like it just moves really fast. Um, so I think people that are just really communicative and on top of um, on top of it, that's a, a really good skill um, to have. And then lastly, I think also having a hobby that is not, that is not dance. Um, I think it's so important because yes, we're, it, there's amazing jobs and amazing opportunities that happen, but there's also quite a lot of no's and rejections. And when your relief, which is dance for, you know, many of my clients, when that gets to be kind of, I don't know, muffled in with rejection a bit, um, it can be hard to always think of that as a relief. So I think having somewhere else to go, you know, painting or hiking or, you know, anything that is separate, you know, and can is also a form of relief. Um, and it's not kind of tied or attached to your worth as, um, as a person who's trying to trying to book jobs doing you know dancer choreography, I think that's important um, to have you know separate things a little bit. Of course, you can you know eat, sleep, and breathe dance if you want to, but you know I think it's also important to you know to separate things a little bit. Mm, I love that, and it sounds like too with everything that you're saying. Really, the three main key things that I heard from you here are one confidence, and I also believe in the you know, not fake it till you make it, but sometimes you almost have to show up as that higher self version of you before you even fully believe it. Um, Absolutely. I love too what you said about really just communication, being obviously very professional, a great business person. Um, and then also too, with having a hobby outside of whatever it is that you're doing. And I think whether you're a dancer or an entrepreneur or whatever it may be, it's so beautiful to give yourself that gift of having multiple areas where you can really express yourself and allow yourself to be seen. Yeah, completely. I, yeah, all, all, all the things <laughs> nailed it. Mm, I love that. 
what advice would you give to, let's just say, an actress or another performer who would be wanting to break into the industry? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I can say is build your relationships. You know, that goes across the board um, in kind of any any form of entertainment. I think so, so much happens um, because of relationships. You don't need to be the best person in the room. A, a lot of times it is kind of about who you know or about your reputation as a, a person, a human being before your, you know, your skill level. Of course, you know, you want to be great at what you're doing. But yeah, relationships go so far. I think at the end of the day, you know, if you're if you're a choreographer hiring a group of, you know, 20 dancers, you want to work with 20 people that are kind and hardworking and humble. And, you know, it's you don't want to work with someone that maybe has a reputation for, you know, being a little bit difficult to work with. So that goes a long way. You know, it's it's a small it feels like a big industry, but it's really very small. Um, and so the so people talk, you know, and you, I think you want your reputation to kind of speak for yourself as, as being someone um, who's a pleasure to work with that will get rehired again. And so relationships go so far. Um, you know, I think it's important for, you know, not to just look at like the director, but the people underneath that are maybe you know, in a few years, they could be the assistant director. And then in 10 years, maybe they're the director. And, you know, it's, um, it's important to kind of just make relationships wherever you can. Um, because you never know where people are going, um, and who they're going to take with them. So I think, um, you know, relationships is just is the absolute biggest thing, um, right now, especially with the past couple of years where, you know, auditions were basically frozen for a year. There was nothing really happening. So when they started to come back, what we see is, you know, people wanting to help out people that they that they like, you know, that they've worked with before. Like it's been a rough year. I'm excited to get back to work. I'm, you know, I'm bringing back people that I know are going to be a pleasure to work with. So yeah, relationships I think is the number one thing. It just goes a really long way as far as you know getting you to the next level. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you shared that too, because I really think that whether it is, you know, the entertainment industry or whether it is more so within the business industry for a lot of the entrepreneurs who listen to this, it's such a valuable reminder to always treat the people around you with respect and also keep in mind that you never know where someone could be in 10 years, right? That intern who you're kind of just brushing aside, that could be the boss that you're wanting to impress a little while from now. And I love that beautiful reminder just to always treat other people with kindness and respect, no matter what position that they're in today. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's just so much fun learning about, you know, this whole new industry and the work that you've been able to do here, because for a lot of people, it's something that maybe we don't know as much about, but I feel like I've already been able to learn so much just by talking with you about this and hearing more about your experience. And I know that this has been a huge part of your life. Now we're going to switch gears just a little bit and talk about something else that I know we connected on based on a mutual friend. And that is really Reiki and energy healing. And I am actually certified in Reiki one and two myself. I'm a big fan of all this work. I 
I'm just so blessed, I feel, to have been able to learn about ways to really raise my own vibration. And I know this has been a huge part of your life as well. And you just mentioned too that it's so important to have another hobby or something that brings you joy outside of your main line of work. And I would love it if you can talk with us a little bit about how energy work, energy healing, and Reiki has really impacted you both personally and professionally. Yeah. So, I mean, I actually, I heard about Reiki when I was really young. My godmother is a Reiki master, but um, I never really knew anything about it. It was just something I knew that she did. And that was just kind of it. So it took a, a, you know, a while for it to really come full circle for me. Um, And it started really um, a little bit before 2020, I would say about a a year before, even before the world. (laughs) And you know, I was just feeling called to move more into a spiritual place. Like it was very much like a, I don't really know how to describe it. It was just a thing. It was like, this is what you're supposed to do. You know, I kind of get, um, I now realize I've kind of been a media my whole life. Um, and I had just really, I didn't want to accept, I guess, that part of myself for a long time. I thought, you know, when I was younger, it would make me like weird or, <laughs> you know, really, I was thinking of it more as like almost this curse as opposed to like this gift that I now, I now know it is. So Reiki was my way back there. And it was uh, introducing to some incredible people. I felt um, such a beautiful community over the course of my work there. And yeah, I mean, Reiki for me was the biggest help in healing my anxiety. I had struggled with that for years. You know, I've had therapists, I've been on meds, I mean, I've done all things. And Reiki was really the thing that um, brought me back to center. And, you know, I don't want to say it like completely healed me of my anxiety. I don't think that's ever something that completely goes away 100%. But it's it's managed, you know, I think. Um, and it's not something that is such a, a bother for me anymore. And it's, yeah, I mean, it really, I was getting, you know, treatments first and meeting some people that way. And then it immediately was just like, oh, this is what's next. You know, I I love my job as an agent. I don't know if I'll do it forever. You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know where I'll be in 20 years. <laughs> you know, I think if you told me um, I was going to be living in LA when I was living in New York, I would have laughed because I was like a diehard New Yorker. So yeah, Reiki, Reiki just came in at a time where I was able to really sit and reflect and put the time into it that I needed. And I wouldn't have been able to do, to do that if um, the pandemic hadn't happened, to be honest. And I realized that's a very kind of privileged place to be. Um, you know, so many people suffered during that time. And I actually, I think, was able to flourish. Um, and I know that um, I'm just incredibly grateful and, um, you know, very aware that that's a really privileged place to be. Um, but yeah, it was beautiful to have that kind of year where work didn't happen. Um, and, you know, was able to explore different mediums. And um, I joined uh, a wonderful program um, called the Alignment Academy um, with uh, a healer named Frances Noday and uh, goes by Four Noble Healing. Um, and she was an incredible insight for me, um, just uh, into a lot of things. She's how I met Mel. And yeah, it's just, it, it kind of brought me into this whole new world. And, um, you know, I decided to start my own um, kind of side side hustle, if you will, um, 
you know, and that's been still going, you know, it's not something I can put all my time into, of course, because I I also am a full-time talent agent, but it is something that I think is going to be with me in some way or another um, for the rest of my life. You know, I do feel like um, healing is something that I am very much called to do. Um, It feels like uh, it's in complete alignment with, um, with my purpose, I think here, you know, um, so it's been, it's just been a beautiful journey and it, it keeps, it keeps giving, you know, it's like so many people I think need healing now more than ever. Um, you know, it's, we've been all through just this collective trauma. Um, and it's, you know, I feel like it's just so important to, you know, to give back to ourselves and, um, Reiki is such a beautiful way to do that. Amen to all of this. And I'm on the same page as you with everything here that you just said. Reiki has been hugely transformative in my own life as well and just brought me so much peace and healing too. But I'm now realizing after asking you this question, there may be some people listening who are listening in their ears. They're like, what the heck is Reiki? Maybe there's someone who doesn't even know what it is yet. (laughs) They probably think we're crazy. That's okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm all about the woo. It's fine. (laughs) Me too. Um, I would love it if you can actually now dive into a little bit about what Reiki actually is, just in case there's someone listening who maybe it's their first time even hearing about it, which is actually pretty exciting. Yeah. So, I mean, Reiki at its core is universal life force energy. It's um, a technique that was uh, started in Japan. And it's basically, I'm acting as a conduit for you to connect to a higher power and deliver healing to yourself. Um, So I'm in no way like a healer. I don't have like special powers. But, you know, I mean, on a very basic level, um, Reiki can be utilized in person. Um, through your hands, um, or it can also go through distance, right? Like we're all kind of made up of energy. So energy can travel distances. You don't need to be figuratively in, in the room with anybody. So I think that Reiki works for the highest good of the receiver. So, um, whenever the, you know, you're kind of channeling this Reiki energy, um, it goes where it's needed, right? Um, it's, it's connecting to a higher vibration and a higher power, um, whatever you want to call that, you know, and you don't even have to, you don't necessarily, like some people feel lots of things, tingling, you know, vibrations, heat, cold. Um, and then sometimes you don't feel a thing and it's either way, it doesn't matter. Um, the Reiki is kind of always doing what it's supposed to do. So yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's just something that, we all could use a little more of, you know, I mean, Reiki to me just feels like a hug. Like, so, um, you know, it's just so much love and light. I, I think of it when I close my eyes and I think about Reiki, I just think about like golden feeling white light kind of just, um, getting into any, any little space that needs it. Um, whether that be in your human body, whether that be your plant. <laughs> Whether that be, you know, you're taking a road trip and, you know, you're going to give your car some Reiki to protect you while you're there. Um, I think I'm at the point um, where it's just such a part of my life now that it's almost like I'm just Reikiing everything. Like, <laughs> you know, food before you eat, you know, asking, you know, for it to be the most nutritious meal and give your body the nutrients that it needs. But yeah, it can definitely come off as like woo-woo, but um, 
but honestly, I think it's really, really powerful. Um, and uh, if you're open to it, it can be um, it can be an incredible healing modality. I completely agree. And I love the way that you described it too. You know, when you're receiving Reiki, a lot of times it really does just feel like that warm hug. It's like that comfort. It's like that peace. And there's so many of us who are looking for comfort in a lot of things outside of us. But the beautiful thing about Reiki is it's an opportunity just to see, just to receive comfort from a source that's so pure. And in a way that is, you know, not going to have any negative side effects, right? It's just being able to be in that energy of love. I would love to, for anyone who's maybe hearing this for the first time, if you can dive into maybe more of the benefits of receiving Reiki and really, I mean, especially the impact that it's had on you because you live a life that is very much so, right? Like it's it's like the entrepreneurs who listen to this podcast. Like it's very mm-hmm. high energy. You're kind of on the edge a lot. And I know that the feeling of just being able to have that comfort when you need it is life-changing. So if you can dive into more of how Reiki has impacted you in your career and just giving you that peace, I would love to hear it. Yeah, it's been incredibly grounding for me, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, as you were saying, like, it's really easy to kind of live up here um, because things are so fast-paced and intense and stressful. Um, And it really, for me, it helps with... um, I mean, everything, but primarily like um, bringing me down to a more grounded level. Um, I think, you know, when I'm anxious or stressed, that's my first go-to. Also, I think physical pain, you know, like if um, there's, I've worked on people that um, are dealing like with injuries um, from, you know, dancers are injured quite a lot, Um, you know, so I think that's been something that, has been really healing for them. Um, I, you know, I will work on my wife whenever she has really bad um, headaches and that seems to be really helpful for her. I have been so grateful to be able to actually work on a few of my friends um, who are pregnant um, and uh, work on them and baby um, while in utero and then get to meet the baby, you know, later. And, and that was just such a special moment. But yeah, it's, it really has a million, a million uses. I mean, for me, it's, it's just been even more so than meditation. I'm a big meditation fan. I, you know, that's something I try and do um, daily. But for me, it's a more physical, like I feel it more physically, I think. Um, I feel the physical benefits of it. It keeps me, it keeps me calm in stressful situations. Um and yeah, I think I've just been able to be, I don't know, like it, it does, it does raise your vibration, right? The more, the more you practice, it's like, it's like anything that is kind of of a higher vibe. Um, the more you practice, the, the higher it goes. And, um, it definitely brought me into this plane of kind of just love. I feel like I, um, I act more from there, from that place now, since it's been such a big part of my life. And, you know, for me in my Reiki sessions, like I also am a medium, which is completely separate from Reiki. So, um, but it, spirit tends to kind of come through in a lot of those sessions. You know, they'll just show me such, such interesting things sometimes. Um, you know, so I'm kind of learning as, as time goes, my practice and my sessions evolve. Um, because, you know, when I did start out just doing Reiki sessions, it was almost like, I couldn't not say like what 
you know, was kind of coming through. So it had to evolve to be a bit more of a medium fit last Reiki session because, yeah, kind of spirit told me to. That's so beautiful. And it sounds like with you finding the practice of Reiki, it really was just one of those things that you felt called to do. And so you followed the call and you answered that. And as a result, you've been able to give yourself so much more peace in your body, which we all need, especially as ambitious women. And Mm -hmm. I love too that this is now a gift that you're also able to give other people. Definitely. It's it's Mm -hmm. been, I mean, all my friends know I will just, I talk about it all the time. You know, it's (laughs) something that's just a huge part of my life now. And I really can't imagine my life without it, to be honest. Um, and I think it's something that will be be with me forever in, in one way or another. So, yeah. And it's also given me a beautiful community of people, too, that, um, you know, in a time where we weren't able to connect very much in person, I felt like I made some incredible friendships with, you know, fellow healers and um, just like-minded people that have stayed in my life since. Um, you know, some I've met in person, some I haven't. Um, but yeah, it's just been, um, it's been a beautiful gift to, you know, have a community as well. I absolutely love that. A couple more questions for you before we close out of this amazing interview today. And one of the last questions that I always like to ask our guests on the show is what does being the queen of your life mean to you? Mm, Well, I would have said being in control years ago, but um, I have been actively working on releasing control. So I think for me, it's, it's just living openly, you know, um, I think being able to be open enough to listen to when your gut's telling you something. Um, I've, I'm a big believer in that, just following, following your guts and, um, yeah, being being able to listen to um, to what is kind of coming in there. You know, I think um, so much of my life has been like every time it's taken a pivot, it's always been because of a gut instinct, something. Um, so I think for me, that's just become something I try to to live by is just just listening, listening to your gut and. Um, Sometimes it's really hard because it seems like this doesn't make any sense. And I am terrified to listen to that, you know, <laughs> but um, like even today, I was like, you know, I am trying to do more things that scare me. I'm not a big talker on like video things. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is terrifying. But you know what? I'm going to say yes. So, yeah, I think it's um, it's leaning in. Um, it's leaning into the things that um, that feel right and not being afraid to to go for it you know and if something's if something's not right it's also okay to change your mind I think that's something that um I've been also really working on is I get kind of married to the idea of things sometimes um and it's okay if if you change your mind you know we're not just because we decide on something doesn't mean that we have to stick to it forever so yeah I mean I think you know, in regards to being the queen of my own life, I think it's just, it's living in alignment with, um, you know, what your gut tells you. That's, that's really a dictator on a lot of things for me. 
What a beautiful way to end out this super powerful podcast episode that I'm so excited for for people to hear. I, for one, am very glad that you did the thing that scares you and came on the show today because you shared a lot of things that I'm sure that I needed to hear, but also I know that there's others listening who you gave them the exact thing that they needed in order for them to really step into their own power as well. So I'm so glad that you came here today. For those of the listeners who want to connect with you, follow up with you, where would you like to send them? Um, My Instagram, I'm not very good at updating it, but you can follow (laughs) it. It's Shayna, S-H-A-Y-N-A-L-B. And then you can DM me um, or my email is on there too um, if you're interested in um, scheduling any virtual um, Reiki sessions. But yeah, that's the best place to find me. Amazing. Well, I will make sure to go ahead and include that in the show notes. Do you have any final words before you officially hop off the interview today? No, I'm just so grateful for you reaching out. And um, yeah, this has been so lovely. And I'm, I'm excited to see where you go next, too. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Shayna, thank you for being here today. Thank you for everybody who has been listening along. And I hope that you remember for the rest of the day that you have the choice to be the king or queen of your life. My kings and queens, if you enjoyed listening to this episode of Royalty Redefined and are wondering how you can pay it forward, all you have to do is go onto Apple Podcasts and leave a written five-star review of the show. This is something that will only take a couple of seconds, but will mean the world to me and be a huge help to the show. By taking the time to leave a written five-star review, you are not only supporting me and the content I'm creating for you so you can listen to it for free, but you are also enabling others just like you to find this show and really step into their power as the king or queen of their life. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk with you again soon.